where did you first meet it? What was the situation that first caused it to where it, I would say, I wouldn't like say outlash, but like lean so deep into its role that you were first cognizant of it. Where does that come from? Why did it develop the way that it did? And how do you get through it so that this critic is no longer a critic, but it's serving the purpose that it was originally intended for, which is helping you get through life in the best way possible. Most of us are looking for hope, answers to the madness, certainty that we'll be okay, and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost, hopeless, and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope, direction, and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays, where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Amelia. And I'm Bianca. And as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, it's Bianca. And it's Amelia. Welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where we are helping growth-minded humans evolve by breaking one limiting belief at a time. We hope you enjoyed the last episode, number 254, Do Your Actions Speak Louder Than Words? Dun, dun, dun. for today 255 motivation monday how to handle your inner critic you guys ever heard that phrase or have you ever heard someone say like oh i have voices in my head and it's like oh well as long as they're not talking back to you then you're fine (laughs) it's so corny i know terrible way to start this episode but whatever it is what it is we're gonna roll with it I love mental health corny jokes. They're fun. (laughs) Every single one of us has voices in our head. And usually they do talk back and we talk back to them. And that is normal. (laughs) That is called internal dialogue. It is the inner guiding process of our life. It's a really healthy, productive, adaptive thing. If you have it, it means you have a healthy brain because your brain is functioning and you can think. (laughs) The downside of this and the problem that arises is that this inner dialogue usually is formed from years and years and years and years up until the point of where you are now of engaging with other people. And this inner dialogue and when it becomes an inner critic, it's usually because that inner critic is the accumulated voices, the combined voices of all of the people around you in your life who probably have guilted you, probably have shamed you, probably have said really negative things to you. And so you internalized that and that is now that critic in your mind telling you all of the terrible things about you. I still have it too. It's... (laughs) It is awful. It is truly awful. And there's two specific people who that critic is always replicating. It is my mom and my brother. 
And I'm struggling to say that because I don't want to say that on the air, but it is what it is. For me, that is who that voice usually is from just years from them and years from countless other people just saying things to me. So what we're going to be diving into in this episode today is how do you handle that? Where does that come from? Why did it develop the way that it did? And how do you get through it so that this critic is no longer a critic, but it's serving the purpose that it was originally intended for, which is helping you get through life in the best way possible? The inner critic, we meet this voice sometimes so young. B, if I were to ask you, like, when you first met your inner critic, oh my God. Meaning, like, when you were you first aware of it, when was that for you? Out of curiosity. It genuinely was as, as early as I can remember. Yeah. Like, I, rem- I remember being six, <laughs> being in kindergarten, maybe really? even preschool. Yeah. Be- like, I remember I went. It? Go, go, go. I, went, I, I have an exact example. I went to OLA, Our Lady of Angels, for preschool. Me and all my cousins went there. Um, Jesus, I can't believe I went to like a Christian, <laughs> Christian <laughs> preschool thing. Like, oh, that's funny. Anyways, um, I went to a, so I went to OLA and <laughs> I just remember Like, even at that age, just being so mad at myself. (laughs) Like, why aren't I like the other kids? What's wrong with me? Why don't they like me? How do I get my teachers to like me? And then going home, what's wrong with me? Why is my mom, you know, mad at me? Why is Tony always getting everything more than me? Blah, 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 blah. Like, (laughs) It started so young and then it just like cancer just metastasized from then on, just expanding, 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 expanding into honestly like the parasite that it became. <laughs> it it used to be so so destructive. It's gotten yeah. a lot better, but it's still there. It's still there. I hear that voice all the time. You and I were just talking before we started recording about how that voice still comes up and still shames the hell out of me for being the person that I actually am telling me that that's not good enough. Yeah. That nobody's going to value me if I'm actually that person. Nobody's going to see me as credible (laughs) if I'm myself as a person and in this position of leadership and in this position of influence. And right. it's just, it's not true. But there's all these years of experience that I have where people told me I wasn't good enough and told me that I was bad for being who I am and told me this and told me that and whatever. And I internalized it. Yeah. So to answer your original question, it started as early as like preschool and kindergarten. So I was, what, five, six? Really young. Yeah, but that's that's what's interesting. Like, and appreciate the vulnerability on that because it does start really young. 
And when you look at the research, like that is the case for most people. And I'm always curious when it comes to exploring this topic of our inner critics, Mm -hmm. like when you first met them, because it's just a part of us. And I don't say just to minimize that. I say just to actually liberate ourselves from that, because oftentimes our inner critic, when we first meet them, they they take over our entire focus. And per this episode, if you're someone who, like us, wants to learn how to, from a compassionate, loving space, actually lead, I would say, not even just handle, not manage, because that ensues there's something wrong, right? Lead your inner critic to a place that actually can be your inner cheerleader. Swap that out. You know, I think that there's a lot of steps that are involved with that, but I think the first place starts with understanding what is that origin story? Mm. Where did you first meet it? What was the situation that first caused it to where it, I would say, I wouldn't like say outlash, but like leaned so deep into its role that you were first cognizant of it and whose voice did it model? Right. It does. T- so you said don't manage it because managing it assumes that there's something wrong with it. It does feel like there's something wrong. Yeah. It feels like, honestly, like you can, you, it gets so bad. You really do kind of start to feel like schizophrenic. Like you're experiencing auditory hallucinations because they're, it, that voice is so loud. It's like overpowering. Just like someone who's experiencing auditory hallucinations, like if they have schizophrenia or a different type of um, uh, like mental health disorder that has that. But there have been times where, and I've had clients say this too, I like you're literally screaming back at it like, stop, 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 stop. I've had clients tell me that. I just had a client tell me that the other day. Yeah. Where it's like you literally have to scream at yourself to get it to stop because that voice is so loud. You feel like you're going crazy. Have you ever found yourself wishing that you could find other growth-minded people? Feeling stuck and alone because the people around you aren't on the same path as you? Trust me, we have been there before and that is why we created This free live virtual event called Out of the Mud hosted on the last Wednesday of every single month. We do not miss. This event we designed is created to be that safe space so that you can hear new ideas, take away simple, tangible tools, and connect with those other people that are just like you you've been looking and searching for your entire life maybe without, though, the pressure of needing to engage, turning on your camera, or worrying about the judgment. We hope we see you there. And what's really cool, too, is that every single month is different. So don't miss out on the next topic that we'll be talking about this month. No two are the same. We'll see you there. I fully agree with you. Number one, recognize where did that come from? Why is it there? That inner critic initially was trying to protect you. Even to today, it's trying to protect you. Yeah. It might not be doing it in the best way anymore. But originally, it took all of the voices from all of the people whose love and validation you wanted and needed the most. So, like, for me, it was my mom and my brother. I wanted their love 
so badly and I didn't feel like I was getting it. Right. I So what I did was I took everything that they said and it just ingrained into my mind to where I started really believing, no, 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 this is me telling myself this. Mm-hmm. But it was all of the things that they told me because I wanted their love so badly that I was just willing to do whatever to get it. And then that eventually became, I did that with everybody. And then I became a people pleaser. And then I started dismissing my own boundaries and dismissing my own everything just to be loved by other people. Because that's what that critic was telling me. Nobody's going to love you for you. You have to do what everybody else tells you to do. And then you're enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. But it's ne- but it's never satisfied. That inner critic is there to help you. It is there to protect you. But when it is made of the voices of people who are trying to tear you down and trying to hurt you and trying to, and not intentionally, like my family was never intentionally trying to hurt me, but it did hurt me. I did get hurt by it. it they weren't. These people, I mean, some people are intentionally trying to hurt you, but for most of us, these people were not trying to hurt us. They were using their own inner critic to help us. Right. And that's where this becomes really detrimental. So number one, really understand where did this come from? Number two, have compassion for it. So important. It was trying to protect you. It is trying to protect you. It's just doing it. In the only way up to this point, it knows and knew how to. Okay. And that's where you can really do the work in understanding it and learning to process through it and learning to help heal it. Not manage it, but heal it because it's coming from a wounded part. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing when I work with clients in this arena is that At a very young age, going back to the very youngest parts of you, you did not know how to communicate that you were hurt in that moment by whoever it was that you were trying to gain love or validation, attention, recognition from. And oftentimes our family systems do not have ingrained within them a way in which that can communicate, I am emotionally hurt, right? Like you'll see, you'll see circulating on the internet more advanced quote-unquote parents trying to teach their kids sign language at a very very young age where it's like fist in the air for hungry or um, some movement of their hand meaning I have to go to the bathroom right so the signaling of really young children to help communicate right put to language what we take for granted every single day as an adult when you're a child and when you don't have all of the understanding of the world that your adult parent figure or teen or whatever has, you don't have a way in which you can communicate. I was just really emotionally hurt by you withholding love or by you acting in this manner or by whatever it was that you did, even if it wasn't anything bad. Me as a young child felt unloved, felt uncared for, felt unlovable and unworthy of whatever it was. And as a result, that continues to navigate and perpetuate this problem where in our family systems, we don't know how to really set up the communication structures where emotional communication is understood between caregiver and child. 
And so it goes to an even bigger issue here at hand. But what we're trying to really help you get through in this episode is that at the very beginning where this compassion comes in, you were never taught how to signal or how to share with anyone that your emotions were hurt, that you were hurt. And so therefore, as a result of that, the best thing that you know how to do at that time is start to cultivate this inner dialogue that ends up becoming critical as a result of what you've picked up and absorbed to that date, which often results in that one question, which is oh so challenging. What's wrong with you instead of what happened to you? You internalize all of the messages you hear instead of being able to really communicate what your experience is because that just makes the most sense. Mom's right. mad at me. Dad is mad at me. Teacher's mad at me. Oh my God, I'm doing something wrong. I'm bad. Right. It's a very quick highway to make meaning of the world, but that doesn't mean that it was accurate. Doesn't mean yeah. that it needs to be critical to itself, right? To the other yeah. parts of you, right? But that's oftentimes the easiest and most effective for when you're in that situation as a younger adult or younger child. If this is something that you're really struggling with, we've been there. I'm still there. My inner critic runs amok. Um, <laughs> but definitely less than ever before. And it's because of all of the tools and all of the research and all of the, you know, really incredible technology out there that we've used on ourselves and we use with clients and if you're in a place where maybe you're ready for coaching maybe you're ready for therapy but maybe your inner critic isn't really letting you <laughs> talk to someone on a one-to-one -one basis yet maybe it's like i'm not ready to go on camera i'm not ready to be in person we have just the thing for you we just recently launched a brand new program called the hashtag you do you program it is growth and therapy at your fingertips on your timeline at your pace it is all virtual so you will feel much safer you know connecting with amelia or i or whoever it is getting the help that you need in a way that feels really good for you and that's insanely affordable so if you're on a budget, it's going to be really affordable for you. So if that is something that you are interested in, go to evolveventurestech.com slash therapy and all of the information is there. Or you can get down to the DMs and message <laughs> me. <laughs> I have to. Message Amelia, <laughs> message Amelia and I and we will be more than happy to talk you through it. Hell yeah. So excited to have you dip your toe into a more sustainable approach to mental health. So if you liked this topic and you want to learn more about what are the interconnectivity components around our inner critic and continue the dialogue, both Bianca and I have an episode suggestion for you to jump from this episode to, to the next episode. My episode suggestion is 200. What does rejection mean about you? Again, connecting it to this topic because rejection is oftentimes what we feel as a very young child and we don't understand why we might feel this rejection and therefore 
that ends up being a lot of the genesis of where the inner critic really starts to get activated from and start to really embody that role. So that's a great jump off point in addition to Bianca's. Bianca, what is your episode suggestion? Mine is only a couple episodes away from yours. Number 202, Are You Scared to Be Happy? All right, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Happy Monday. Go crush your week. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses and These are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.